Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unboxed podcast. My name is Rhys and today uh, we are going to be looking at what happened yesterday in London. Um, the counter-protests. Yay. Um, yeah, any moral high ground some people have been trying to hold um, by calling out the violence in... Um, some of the the Black Lives Matter protests and by calling out the labelled Antifa riots, um, I think it's fair to say if there was any, uh, it's gone. There were Nazi salutes outside the cenotaph, um, a man urinating either on or near a memorial of PC Keith Palmer who uh, lost his life in the 2017 Westminster terror attacks. Um, the police were attacked with a firework. Uh, riot police were pelted with bottles. Um, yeah, so we have counter-protests. Uh, it's over a 100 people uh, has now have now been arrested following the violent protests in London yesterday. Um the police were attacked by these demonstrators, as I said, uh, some of whom were far-right activists. We know that the Britain First leader was supportive. Um, now, some, uh, well, quite a large group of people had gathered uh, saying that their, well, their stated intention was to protect statues. Um, whilst some of them may be doing that, I think it's fair to say a large proportion were not turning out in force to uh, to defend the streets of London. Um, yes, this is... I, I, I don't really know what to, to say, to be completely honest. Um, the, this seems to be thuggery without a cause. Uh, Boris Johnson has said racist thuggery has no place on our streets. Pretty Patel um, has called some of the actions utterly shameful and unacceptable thuggery. Um, specifically in relation to the desecration of PC Palmer's memorial, uh, there's an immediate investigation to gather evidence and take the appropriate action. Um, it is disgusting to urinate on a memorial or even just right by it i i don't know from the picture whether uh, this person is urinating on or by the memorial i don't know how how much of that area is memorial but either way disgusting um and then there is the hypocrisy by the cenotaph um a lot of these people have come down to protect the um, monuments, or was that was their stated intention, as I said earlier, um, some of whom will have been incensed by uh, the stupid and disgraceful act of um, someone trying to, to light the, the flags on the cenotaph. Um, but to, to come down and, and, as I said, state your intention is protecting the memorials and then engage in Nazi salutes outside the cenotaph 
I, I don't know how they can seek to justify any of these claims. Uh, Scotland Yard have said they arrested people for a number of offences. Uh, violent disorder, assault on police, possession of an offensive weapon, breach of the peace, being drunk and disorderly, and to top it all off, the possession of Class A drugs. Um, the police and various um, elected officials, including the mayor, Sadiq Khan, had tried to uh, to stop any protests uh, from actually happening at all uh, over the, the weekend. Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement pushed their, their uh, protest, which was planned on Saturday, forward one day to try and avoid what was, um, well, leading up to it was described as going to be a... a a harsh clash between uh, anti-racism protesters and people being labelled far-right activists. Um, the numbers of people who were engaging in anti-racism protests, uh, apparently they were mostly peaceful. There were some in, in Hyde Park uh, where they were trying to uh, to stay away uh, from... The, the other groups who were out in uh, in London, but I said, uh, as I said, they uh, yeah they they weren't meant to be there. The Black Lives Matter movement had said, um, uh, do not join any rallies planned for the weekend of the fears uh, that, as I said, they could clash with counter protesters. Um, yes, this. There was one incident that I saw where the two groups of protesters uh, clashed together uh, in Trafalgar Square. Um, it wasn't pretty. Uh, it, it wasn't pretty. There were some uh, elements, I think, around Waterloo as well, um, where the, the groups of protesters managed to, to get to each other. Um a lot of the scenes, yes, they weren't pretty. There was one story uh, that's come out of this, which uh, an image taken by a, a journalist um, shows a black man who was there, apparently on a Black Lives Matter protest, uh, carrying an injured counter-protester uh, to safety, which I think shows the, the goal of what people should be aiming for. Um, but I, I can't see anything in these protests other than uh, a license to just have a go. And uh, anyone still thinking that these counter-protests were there to protect uh, statues? One, it's not their job. And two, it has devolved into this. Now, I didn't like the way um, some of the Black Lives Matter protests uh, spiralled into more violent scenes. I thought that was shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, and I thought they could have allowed themselves to be painted in a certain way, painted into a corner as a result of the actions of what appears to be a minority of the anti-racism protesters. I am now less concerned that they will be painted into that corner. 
as a result of these counter protests which have again devolved into this thuggery and an excuse for a fight um there is always uh, the danger with these uh, that the two will become conflated and people will use uh, the original protests as a way of excusing um, the the later counter protests and that's a technique called a, a whataboutism where you you don't particularly defend uh, one side of the argument you just say well what about the other side um, I hasten to add that just because someone else might have done something it does not excuse your own actions or your own groups actions um, it was used very effectively by Donald Trump in the 2016 presidential election uh, whenever an accusation was leveled the uh, well the now president uh, he would say well what about and then insert um, a scandal that related to Secretary Clinton um, we can't allow that to tarnish a movement calling for greater racial equality and uh, then there is the other argument uh, made against these anti-racism protesters sometimes, uh, which is ostensibly, again, painting the actions of a minority of violent protesters onto um, the wider movement, the wider peaceful movement. Um, that is exactly why people are... Uh, well, it's exactly what people are saying you shouldn't do in relation to the police. Uh, you shouldn't pin the actions of a few um, violent and brutal police officers on uh, the wider police force, or at least that's some of the arguments being made both here and across the pond. Well, then you can't make that argument and then denigrate an entire movement based off the actions, again, of a what seems to be a minority of protesters. I think I'm probably going to end this podcast uh, a little bit earlier. Um, I think I've said what I need to have said. Um, the race, uh, well, the far right protesters, uh, ostensibly white, ostensibly male, and a lot of whom were drunk from mid-morning on a Saturday before they even uh, probably even got on the train uh, down to London or however they got down to London. Threatening the police, threatening journalists, kicking an officer to the ground. Yeah, there were large counter-protests all up and down, um, all up and down the country as well. What a sorry state we are in. That's all we have today on the Politics Unbox podcast. I want to thank you very much for listening. I hope to see you all around again soon for the next episode. Until then, goodbye. Mm-hmm.